0: Every decade, there's a genre or genres of music that thrive. And when I was growing up in the early and mid-2000s, artists like Eminem, Nelly, and Missy Elliott were topping the charts in the rap scene.
1: Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse
0: it. While other names like Blink-182 and Good Charlotte were selling millions of albums in the pop-punk genre. All the small And while rap, to this day, never slowed down, pop punk did. You just really didn't hear it on the mainstream radio anymore. But history does always seem to have a way of repeating itself, and it seems like the genre that defined a generation, including me, might be on its way back. In the past few years, artists like Machine Gun Kelly have been bringing back pop punk full force, like with his 2020 album, Tickets to My Downfall. I
1: don't do girl, but I'll take some from you tonight.
0: And that's exactly what 23-year-old Michael Olmo, a.k.a. Ian Dior, is doing. Born in Puerto Rico in 1999, but growing up in Texas, Ian grew up listening to pop punk names like Paramore and rap as well, particularly emo rap. He's a big fan of Juice World. He also loves writing poetry. And after being fired from a job at UPS back in 2019, he started to put beats to his words and uploaded the songs to SoundCloud, where his first track, Cutthroat, racked up over five million plays.
1: I know, got a feeling that I might blow, even though this industry is thrown out i don't feel the same think these drugs drive me insane
0: soon after he moved to la and released his debut album industry plants by this point his music was mainly rap with trap beats but then he teamed up with travis barker of blink 182 and machine gun kelly in april 2020 for the song sick and tired i've been losing my
1: mind trying to figure it out but i'm stuck in the drought i guess i'll we'll start again
0: it was a track filled with pop-punk, from the guitar and drums, even the vocal structure. A few months later, he and fellow rapper 24K Golden released the song Mood, and it took the world by storm.
1: Why you always in the mood? Mashing around like I'm I ain't trying to tell you what to do, but try to play cool. Baby, I ain't playing by your rules. Everything looks
0: It charted at number one. It's been certified quadruple platinum, and it was a hit all over the place. The catchy guitar riff and upbeat tone could easily be classified as some sort of rap rock or rap pop, but I know there's an undeniable touch of pop punk stitched into the fabric of that song. But it's Ian's new album, *Onto Better Things, which was released this past January, that has me so excited for the genre that I grew up being obsessed with. Because while the album does have insanely good rap songs on it, it's the tracks like Let You, Obvious, and Thought It Was, that bring a fresh twist to a sound I haven't heard in the mainstream music. World in way too long, all while seamlessly blending it with rap, his emotional lyrics, and trap beats, resulting in a fresh take on an almost forgotten genre. It's exciting to see what the newer generation of artists do to modernize dated genres and I have a feeling that whether it's paired up with heavier music or rap or whatever pop punk is coming back and that really excites me. This is the Spout podcast where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. I'm Nick Major and my guest today is Ian Dior. We play- You your are yeah. Sick. Oh yeah, I've been uh, working on getting my sleeve done. Oh and dude, I, so I saw your video actually that you did like 17 questions with Seventeen Magazine. Yeah. And in one of them you f- said a quote that I have in my arm which is the world is yours. What the f- That's my favorite quote. Right now you know,
1: where I'm at, I would just tell them that the world is yours. Anything's possible. Me too, because from Scarface. Yep. That's where I got it from. Bro, and tell me why so I'm going to this, I'm getting fitted for this Sailor Ron event and f- Tony Montana, old just like walks oh, yeah. past me I was like what at first I was like who is that like I know who that is he's wearing like a Paramount jacket but oh, yeah? I almost couldn't recognize him Al Pacino him. dude crazy
0: the legend I love that movie That's and I just love that phrase though the world is yours and when I heard you say that I was like he gets it that's it but dude I was driving down uh, Hollywood I was actually heading to Tommy's place and uh, I, I took a wrong turn and it was last week. And it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, this is perfect. Cause I knew I was coming to chat with you. And then like, I, I went down, I think it was Stanley and I was on Stanley and sunset. And then like, I was looking left and right to check for cars and you were painted on the entire building side for MCM <laughs> worldwide. And I was just like, what the hell? That is sick. Dude, I honestly, that's crazy. You said that
1: cause I, I didn't even know that was there.
0: Oh dude, I have a video of it from when I went inside. Do you want to see what it looks yeah. like? Oh, okay. Let me pull this up really quick. Dude, I've only seen pictures of it. It was, sick. And I was like, what are the odds that I'm about to be chatting with this dude and then I just pulled up and saw this. That's the universe. Man. So, uh, let me pull it up. Wow. Someone painted Is that Endo? I'm not <laughs> damn sure that it is. what <laughs> that was so good, though. So you're you collabing with them or are, uh, working with them, and then I also know that you've got the uh, Vitali line, the twelve twelve line that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, just
1: the the collab um, with Vitali and then for um, for MCM, I was the face of their like spring line. Oh, sick! That's yeah. awesome. So this was a pretty cool experience. Like flew out to Germany for the first time, and nice. So cold, mm-hmm. so cold. Like
0: we're like in area or
1: dude, where? Uh, where? Where were we? In Hamburg. In Hamburg. Hamburg. Yeah, dude. Like I've felt cold but I've never felt cold like that. Like I'd walk outside to like smoke real quick and my hands that were just like Cramping up.
0: LA's made me so like picky with weather because I'm from Reno, Nevada, which isn't near uh, Vegas. It gets cold there. Like there are lots of snow, so like I grew up snowboarding and stuff. Yeah. So like I love it, but now when I go back there in the winter, I'm just like, this is miserable. Where's my Cali son I just got into snowboarding too. Oh, did you? And yeah. I know you skate. Yeah. What's the transition like?
1: So I mean, I skated pretty much like my whole childhood until I was like 14. My mom took my board away because um I know because I was I used to skate like cat pipes and stuff in Virginia and um. I miss I used to skate at this spot Called Mount Trashmore If anybody watching this Knows where that's at But I Miscalculated I, j- I did an error And I ended up In the center of the hat pipe and I just body slammed, oh. shoes flew off, like knocked out, woke up in the hospital, broken ankle. I was about to say, break anything? dislocated ankle. And my mom just staring at me like, you're done. So I was <laughs> she like, gave you the look. Yeah. You just knew. You already knew. When your mom gives you that look, you're like, all right, like, I know what you're about to say. You don't even need to say it. But yeah, pretty much didn't skate after that. We ended up moving out of Virginia too, so I kind of like ended that. But I went into snowboarding. <clears throat> Thinking, oh, I skate, like, I'm going to be good. easy. So easy. Nah. Like, (laughs) I mean, to a certain extent, like, the balancing and, like, all that stuff, yeah. But I forgot that my feet are stuck to the board. So No freedom. I did my three, I did, like, three jumps in a row. The first two were, like, good. I got a little bit of air and I felt, like, like, the shit. And I fully committed on the third one. And I basically just, like, jumped and I just started leveling out like that. Like a nose dive?
0: Yeah. Like, oh. Helmet flew off. I winded. At least you're wearing a helmet. I See, mean, when people don't do that, I'm like, put on a helmet. I, I was telling my friend that once, and then she split her head open on her friend's board. And oh I was my, like, that's oh. why you wear a helmet. Because she fell on a, on a jump. Her friend didn't know she fell and was at the top of it. And they rode right into her head. And I was like... I'm not being a jerk when I say to wear a helmet. Literally, don't die. That's so bad. There's like metal edging.
1: Uh, Yeah, I know. So they can
0: cut through the snow and ice. And yeah, that was rough. So you grew up in Texas after you moved, right? Right. Well, I I originally started in Puerto Rico. Okay, that's where you were born. Yeah, I lived until I was like five or six. My
1: dad joined the Navy. And then kind of just moved around a lot. But mm-hmm. I started off. I went from Puerto Rico to Texas to Florida to Virginia, and then we went back to Texas. Nice. And then from Texas,
0: I came here. And was it Corpus Christi? Yeah. See, and I I hit up my friend before this, but he, he doesn't know you. He said, but he he does bass for Mod. And, oh, uh, really? Yeah, Joey Alva is his name. And we used to uh, work at Hot Topic together. That's what how I the met f- him. And then so we kind of came up in the music world doing cool stuff together. And so since he's been doing bass, I was like, do you happen to know Ian? Because I'm stopping by his place, and I thought that could be sick. But uh, he's from Corpus Christi as well. That's so and funny. So you I said thought that. that was crazy wait he's
1: from Corpus too yeah yeah he's no. from there that's
0: why I hit him up today and he, he even hit me back he's like I don't know I don't think we've met but I didn't know he was from Corpus seriously so it was like small world that's like the first for me I don't like yeah. don't
1: ever hear and people don't even know where Corpus is at mm-hmm. Like, so for someone to be there out here like doing the thing
0: I the I'm i sure you'll cross paths with him because I know you were writing with Montana a couple weeks back, I was actually. literally just on FaceTime with him a second ago really like, after this I'm gonna go skate oh, with dude. him oh dude Oh, is that who you were talking with about skating? Yeah. Oh, sick. Maybe Joey will be there because Joey skates. He skates. Yeah, I'm sure he probably will. I'm gonna tell him to go. I'm gonna say go with Mod. To you'll see him. He, he's uh, you'll recognize him. Asian kid, tattoos from the neck down. And he plays guitar. Plays bass for Monson. Yeah.
1: Does he have a girlfriend that looks like kind of like an anime girl?
0: Oh, Joey, I don't know who your girlfriend is right now. He has several girlfriends <laughs> from time to time, and I'm gonna cut that part out because I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who his girlfriend well, well, is. We'll right leave now. that out. We'll leave that out. Yeah. We're just Trying to
1: get our boy caught up.
0: Yeah. New album is out yes on to better things yes. absolutely love it my dude i've been following your work for for a long time and I, I love the title with it it sounds like you're you're leaving the past in the past moving forward onto to uh to better things and this album though from from your first stuff from uh from industry to even just all the eps you put out so much damn music it's it's hard to even remember yeah i mean we're already working on the next one.
1: Oh, really yeah before i'm I'm trying to finish it before i leave on tour
0: you haven't even toured on this one yet no nah. Jeez, i grew up a pop punk kid so obviously, when I, I saw you working like with Travis and then MGK, I was like, "This is this is going to be sick." There's so many different like genres in the album, from kind of pop punk mixing to emo rap yeah. type stuff, which which I love. So, what was your approach musically for this thing? Because it seemed to be so diverse in regards to the different genres. Right, um, me- musically, like.
1: This was the third album that I made before I put it out. Really? Yeah, so there was two albums before that, where I was, one of them was fully hip-hop, the other one was fully pop. Yeah. And then I was like, no. Yeah. Couldn't make my mind up, so I restarted again. And this was at a time in my life when I was like, just going through a lot, you know, like growing up, like trying to figure out like who I am and like, you know, what my future is going to look like or whatever. But, you know, musically, I wanted to blend everything that i was trying to do into one album mm-hmm. because like not only did i want to do that but like i wanted to tell my story in it i didn't care if there was hits i didn't care if there was like none of the stuff like i truly just wanted people to understand what was going on in my life so that's why i named it on to better things mm-hmm. and you know like from top to bottom it's cohesive i wanted. It all to tell the story, you know, and it did to me, it didn't matter if it went from a hip hop song to a rock song. Like, I think that the storyline is still there, so you know, for me, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I've always had this problem where, like, I, I'll have a studio session one day and I'll be making hip hop, and then the next day I want to
0: do rock, so like, I have to go to like Travis's. See, my favorite band of all time is Blink 182, and that's just so weird. To even hear you say like, "Yeah, I gotta go to Travis's when I have an idea for this track." Dude, I have to. You know, I either go to his or I, uh, I'm not sure if you know who John Feldman is. I know John Feldman very well. Which, by the way, I was also <coughs> reading the writing credits of your stuff, and you worked with my boy Kevin for a couple songs yep. on the album as well. I know k Thrash from his—he's in Escape the Fate, Dude, that's yeah, band. yeah. And I got to know him because I was on Warp Tour for a couple summers with Alt wow. Press, who I just saw you on the cover of yep. back in uh, September. Mm-hmm. So hell yeah, but yeah. So you're you—you've been working with a community of people that I know, which is sick. Feldman is my favorite producer of all time. Oh man. Dude, he's so good.
1: I'll, oh, yeah. I'll show you the
0: stuff that we've been working on. Oh, I'd
1: love to. So, you're working with Eldie on some stuff? Yeah. My next oh. single is actually with him. No way. And yeah. Travis? Um, not Travis on this one, but the second single is with Travis. Oh, that is amazing.
0: Heyo, Nick Major here with the Spout Podcast, and you know what? I enjoy good food. Sushi, maybe a tasty pasta, a fancy burger, you know? Woo! I'm making my mouth water over here. All right, so no living being should be eating stale, crunchy balls for every meal for the rest of their lives, even if they pee on the carpet sometimes. No, I'm not talking about my brother. I'm talking about our best friends in the world, our dogs. So check out this easy and healthy option that will have your dogs eating the way that they deserve. It's called the Farmer's Dog. It's healthy food with whole meat and veggies steamed in human-grade kitchens, so all those nutritional values are preserved. You tell them about your dog. They deliver a personalized vet-developed meal plan for as little as $3 a day, and it's so easy because the box, it'll show up at your front door. Inside of it, there's pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, and you never need to worry about running out because they deliver them to you and your dog based on your schedule over 200 million meals have been ordered from The Farmer's Dog and it's the easiest way to invest in your dog's health with fresh food so get 50% off your first box of that fresh food by heading to the farmersdog.com/spout and you get free shipping too again head to the farmersdog.com/spout s p o u t to get that 50% off once again the farmersdog.com/spout Who doesn't love Taylor Swift? Whether you're a casual fan or a diehard Swifty, 13 A Taylor Swift Fan Podcast is for you. We're breaking down every single Taylor Swift song along with deep dives into every Easter egg and her best lyrics. Plus, we even have special episodes like Swiftie where we cover breaking news and Clownelia Street where we dissect every extreme fan theory. Subscribe to 13 A Taylor Swift Fan Podcast for free wherever you listen to podcasts and look for new episodes every Tuesday. I know you you are into filmmaking, yes. and you you didn't know what path you'd lead down necessarily—music, filmmaking, whatever. But one thing I love about your music videos is like they feel just as diverse as your music. Like they're all so different and fun. Yeah, I mean,
1: whenever I, you know I make this song. I, like, really want people to understand that, like, the music videos is really what's going on in my head while I'm making that song. Okay. You know, like, I want them to understand what's going on and, you know, tell the story. So, like, for a person that really only listens to, like, the beat versus the lyrics, like, when they watch the video, they can understand the song. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I know, like, some people listen to lyrics and some people listen to the beat and some people listen to both. But for those people that just only listen to the beat, then they can understand what's going on.
0: It wasn't one of your new videos, but Shots in the Dark... I I love that video. Girl you
1: leaving me scarred, just boss in me hard. Breaks weighing down on my heart. Got me on air. Didn't get the message at all. Now I'm taking shots in the dark.
0: But one thing in particular that I love in it, I'm a huge Oliver Tree fan, alright? And uh, I, oh, so I gotta tell you though, I went to Oliver's house to interview him back in like October, and when I got there, the setup he had us do was he had a, a damn circus cutout that we stuck our heads through before <laughs> the chat. Like, I'm like, that's very Oliver. Yep. How we doing today, man? Doing amazing, how are you? I'm great. I, I love this backdrop, or this front drop that we are behind right now. It's kind of a throwback I feel like to your childhood days almost. Yeah, that's you, true. You, you grew up involved in, in the circus a bit, right?
1: Yeah, that's amazing that you did some homework here because uh, a lot of people don't know this i
0: know you did a version of let me down yes you, you did a version of that with poor stacy
1: mm-hmm. I, I, so
0: I noticed in that video his homie his alien pal little ricky got into a firefight with you on yep. it which i thought was so sick yeah dude he pulled up
1: to the the video shoot he was like eight feet tall. <laughs> he's a tall guy. He's a really tall guy. He doesn't say many words. Actually, he doesn't really say any words. He's just <laughs> kind of there, just like, waves his like long fingers at you. And
0: You're gonna try to collab with him in the future on a, on a new track, you think? Is that someone that you're interested May- in? Oh, Oliver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Oliver. And Lil Ricky, if, if that happens. I've been,
1: I've been a huge fan of Oliver since, like, you know, he first started popping off, and, like,
0: one thing I'm a huge fan of, like,
1: of his is his videos.
0: Talk about production, because he, like you, is into filmmaking. Dude, he, and he's so Good. They are so. Oh, I, I forget which one. I think it's Hurt. He went to the Ukraine to film yeah. it. Yeah. Did that you see the documentary crazy. for it? No, I didn't see the that.
1: So sick. Yeah, bro. I don't know. Like something about his videos, and like he always has like this like cool dynamic to them, like which like stuff that shouldn't be put together, but he puts it together oh, so and it works. well.
0: Yeah. And, it, and you wouldn't even think it could, and you wouldn't even think of it together. But I love it. That dude's a genius. I, I love Oliver Tree. Love Oliver. Yeah. So I know that growing up, poetry was a thing that you went to writing that. Kind Kind of led you inadvertently to recording a song that popped off and me uh i guess i don't know what it's like to be able to have the expression of writing stuff down to get your emotions out i i started going to therapy finally last summer and then just being able to be vulnerable and talk about my emotions i can attest now to how beneficial that is yeah but that's kind of what you do when you're writing songs and especially with on to better things you've always written like deep emotional personal stuff but it was deeper in this album yeah and What's that outlet like for you? I always say that,
1: you know, my m- music is my form of therapy. Yeah. And the beautiful part about it is that I can go into the studio feeling good, feeling like it f- doesn't matter. I make a song and it feels really good to know that whenever I put it out, there's people out there that resonate and relate to the like song itself and just makes me feel like i'm not alone Mm -hmm. and i think that's like the best part about like what i do it's my favorite part you know that and you know the performing seeing the fans in person you know finally because i am like in person i'm super chill you know i'm laid back but when i get on stage i like black out Mm -hmm. and like i'm not don't even remember what happened no i don't like truly i really don't like can I ask my manager, like, after the show, like, I'm hyped, I'm hyped, I'm, like, you know, punching my band
0: members, like... Let me know like, what I'm going on, bro, you just got off.
1: Yeah, like... Oh. Like, for real, like, um... I don't know, I'll get off stage, and then, like, on delay, like, we'll be like... Oh my God! Like you just fuck that show up. I'm like, yeah, it was cool. It's cool. Like, like let's get on the bus. Let's go to the next I one. To like, sleep. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I usually just be chilling. This this time around on the tour buses and stuff, you know, we're watching movies. We're not like oh, nice too hard. Right on. Um, but yeah, I watched the video of the show, and that's when I'm like, like, what the? Fuck? I was like, I just did that. Mm-hmm. You know, like seeing being in front of in the presence of 10,000 people and I'm singing to these people and I see people crying singing wow. right back to you know what I mean like like that is like the most beautiful thing about all of this to me
0: mm-hmm. and I'm sure because so much of your career I feel like really established itself during a shutdown world right so it's got to be awesome to yeah. finally be able to hit the stage it's, oh man I, I'll never forget
1: the first time I got to like perform mood you know in front of people for the first time was at Lala why you always in the mood, And that was my first time performing in over like basically like almost two years you know like so i just remember as far as i could see there's people everywhere there's people in the trees rocking out like i see leaves falling off the trees because the dude is you know it's a good show dude it was like it was insane like uh, I'll, i'll never forget that
0: but yeah dude i gotta ask about mood then though because that's a track that popped off And it's one of those songs to where, like, when I'd imagine you guys are in the studio, you're like, this thing's gonna be
1: hot. No. No? I mean, we knew it was good, but, yeah. like, really, like, we're chilling in my one-bedroom apartment. It's me, Golden, Omer, uh, Halftime. And... We're just like playing Call of Duty, we decided to make a song, make the song, go back to playing Call of Duty, like, and then, like, I remember, like, a week later, like, Omar hits me up, he's like, yo, this song is, like, gas, and, like, I was like, yeah, this is hard, you know, like, like, let's put it out, whatever, but none of us really expected it to go number one, you know, like that's just something that the biggest songs you don't expect them to be the biggest songs like I mean Juice World didn't like Lucid
0: Dreams and look what that did Uzi didn't like Exo Tour Life
1: he hated it
0: you know so like those like those big songs like you never really know until they come out yeah which is crazy and speaking of your, you, you were talking about having lyrics that people can listen to and relate I gotta say uh, in listening to your new album like Let You for example for me I'm like let me put that on repeat Let's <laughs> you- wait is that the circus music video Yes Let You that video is so sick Thank you
1: This time I know I know I know
0: I love the intro with the miniatures that goes into the circus. Oh,
1: that was was all Sebastian. I can't even take credit for that. You know, like we had the, I had like the circus idea, you know, I wanted to, because like my whole thing, you know, is like that song is about letting somebody go that I met in a circus, which is LA to me.
0: (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Everybody's wearing
1: costumes out here. You don't really know who people are. And they're all trying to put on a show. Uh You know? So for me, I was letting that person go in this world that I'm living in. And that's like what what I wanted to do for the video. But the ministers and stuff, Sebastian. He's so sick. Yeah. And rest in peace to him. He recently just passed away. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, shout out to him, dude. He was. He's super talented. He's the one person that really understood what was going on in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd he'd come up come to me with ideas mm-hmm. for my songs, and like usually I I don't let people do that. You know, like I don't even send my music out, but to him I'd always send everything to him because like I knew one I could trust him, and two like he just creatively was like that guy for me.
0: Yeah, and I sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's a bummer. But I'm glad that you guys will at least have those memories. those memories and just the, those pieces of work to reflect on, and moving Man. forward, I know that you dabble in filmmaking yourself and are interested yeah. so hopefully he taught you stuff along the way no, or he definitely inspires you to this taught day. me a
1: lot of stuff honestly and I'm dedicating this my next single to him oh you cool know, I'm editing it and you know kind of writing the treatment The way that he would think Mm -hmm.
0: So I'm pretty excited about that That's awesome, that's going to be special Yeah, And I need to ask the song Heavy At the start of it, because my name is Nick And it sounds like at the start someone says Nick, you're so stupid (laughs) Is that what it says? Yeah
1: (laughs) Nick, you're stupid (laughs) There's a place that I go in my head Um, that's that's Nick Meir's tag. Oh. That was that was his, oh, his girlfriend. That. Yeah, that's so funny. I'm so sorry. I wasn't
0: I wasn't calling you stupid. I like thought that. it was a shout-out to me. I'm not the smartest guy, but I, I heard that and I was like, does it sound like it? she's saying Nick, you're stupid? Cause I'll take it. But what's your favorite track on the new album? I'm sure it changes from time to time.
1: Yeah, it really does. I you know, right now I love I might, but you know, for like a personal song, I love obvious. Yeah. You know, cause um I don't think I've ever said this, but like in, you know, when I wrote that song, I was—that's when I was really f***ed up, and you know, just on a bunch of stuff. And in the beginning of the song, I'm talking to God. You know, mm-hmm. now can you hear me when I call your name? It's kind of scary. scary. It's like I'm calling the dead. Late at night, when I'm thinking about it, I can tell this is horrible. So, like, I'm talking to God in the beginning, and, you know, throughout that song, like, I was just picturing my whole life. You know, I had this... So, I was supposed to shoot a two-video short film with Sebastian for Hopeless, Romantic, and Obvious, and we had this whole treatment but like for obvious basically going through all the phases in my life and it was like because that's what I saw when I was recording the song but yeah I mean that song is just super
0: personal to me I love it so with I might cause I know what is it Dior says they cover my eyes
1: Dior shares, they cover my eyes I'm with a shoddy when i full of lies I do this to myself every time I said I won't but I'm leaving.
0: Where'd the name Ian Dior come from? So,
1: Ian Dior came as soon as I left my hometown. When I got hit up to move to L.A., Ian's my middle name. And I wanted a fresh start. I hated who I was in my hometown. Okay. I didn't want to have that small-town mentality anymore. So, while I was on the plane, I took my middle name, and I took a brand that I could never afford, which was Dior, obviously. And, um, yeah, at first, you know, like, it was weird, you know, um... I had to get used to being called Ian and I didn't think that yeah. it was like gonna work but it ended up working out so you know we use Ian today
0: yeah but I noticed the writing credits you use your name yeah why is that
1: It's just for me okay cool you know like that, he's still there uh-huh you know so and he's the one that's telling his story Ian's just the one bothgle spreading into the world
0: that totally makes sense I think that's awesome were you ever a Warped Tour kid? did you ever go to Warped Tour? nah my parents were super strict growing up never actually
1: I didn't go never been to a concert until the day I performed no yeah that's crazy yeah dude like I remember being on that stage and like just like overpowering feeling of like fans screaming and That is just like history after that.
0: That's crazy. I did not realize that. But what a way to
1: kick off into the live music world. Yeah. And I mean, it was my first tour. Like the first show was in Atlanta. I'll never forget it. It It's probably like a thousand people there. But like they were just screaming. (laughs) And I just remember getting like overwhelmed like i started like freaking out like i wanted to just run out there and that's I when
0: you know that's your name officially
1: yeah like <laughs> i didn't i didn't know what i was gonna do when i walked out there but i knew i was gonna run out there like i wanted to just run and just jump straight into the crowd mm-hmm. but yeah i'll never forget it dude that was that was a beautiful moment for me
0: that's awesome and i gotta ask about your uh relationship with mgk because he, he's killing it And in that in kind of bringing The pop punk world Back a bit yeah. And you guys You've worked a lot Together now Like I think On three separate releases Two of yours And then on tickets To my downfall
1: I've been losing my mind Trying to figure it out But I'm stuck in a drought I guess I'll start again I've been losing my mind Trying to figure it out But I'm stuck in this house I am I
0: yeah. What's that relationship like with him and how's how's that gone in the past few years? He's first of all, he's an amazing dude. Like
1: from the second that I met him, you know, like we just clicked and I remember like the, the first week we met each other. Three days later we're in a mall skating. Like hit skate like all in the stairs, like getting chased by security guards. Like and it was just like, I don't know, he like quickly became one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And he's just like I don't know like musically and like physically he's just so like it's like the way he acts on camera is the way he is in person yeah there's no like he's not acting anything you know like he's that's him
0: what's trippy like in person trippy he's exactly what is he think. yeah that dude seems so cool and like fun
1: He'll, he'll come off as, like, like I oh, don't f*** with you. Uh-huh. Like, he's just, like, to himself, like, his eyes are always like. But once you get to know him, he's, like, super nice, and he's
0: actually really funny. And then that tour's coming up. The one with MGK, Trippie, he's on it, I think, as well. Yeah, he's doing a couple days, Oh, yeah. cool. And then Avril Lavigne, and then a band that I know, Paris, they're they're going on out as well. And that's going to be a wild... Tour. Travis Barker's jumping out on it as yeah, well. I'm
1: very excited for that. It's going to be my first arena tour, so should be pretty exciting. And, you know, um, I remember vividly every day, this was like junior year, I think, 2014. Yeah, junior year was when Forest Hills came out, uh, J. Cole's album, and he dropped his documentary, and every day I'd come home and watch him perform in Madison Square. And i w- didn't even like know that I like, i wanted to be an artist yet you know i obviously like i loved everything about him and, like i loved that he could tell a story and all that stuff but it hadn't hit me yet that that's what i wanted to do but i would go home and i'd stand there like as i was as a little kid playing xbox like this close to the tv good
0: you're an xbox guy <laughs> i hope still to this day. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to cut this <laughs> okay <laughs> no
1: but um yeah dude i'd like come and i'd watch it on repeat just like him performing and i remember like the set was him sitting on this hometown roof his, his hometown like old house he made like a whole model of it on stage and he would just sit on the roof and perform and like it just it just hit me in a way that like i've never been like I've never been touched like that by music so like i'd sit there and watch it watch it watch it over and over again madison square garden i would just like dream like what does it feel like to be in front of that and now on this tour we sold it out two nights in a row so it'll be the first time that i get to actually experience that and i'm super excited
0: that's right that's a great milestone and that's going to be a special special moment for you yeah i mean i have
1: this like dream board where i like i write all the things that i want to do and in like 2023 Three year 2024, was when I said I would perform Madison Square Garden. <laughs>
0: You're ahead of schedule.
1: Had a schedule, dude.
0: So, <laughs> What else is on that board that you want to try to accomplish? Anything if it's not too private? Uh, I mean, you know,
1: I, I want to have a clothing line you know one Not, day and
0: you have such good style thank you like seriously I'm just in here wearing a great shirt you got freaking Mickey and Minnie doing whatever <laughs> on your shirt and stuff but I, I feel like that's right in line and especially because you've been working with some brands already that just yeah, seems like it makes you know, sense
1: yeah um, I've always been a huge fan of like clothes I'd spend my whole check you know when I would work I used to, have, I used to work I had a bunch of jobs but, like my last job was UPS and Every single time I got that check, it would be gone because uh, there was a pair of sneakers or a pair of jeans or a shirt that I wanted and I needed to get it. So, like, to have this platform now, like, it's kind of opened me up to, like, really have my, like, style the way I want it. And, you know, yeah, one day I want to, like, start that clothing brand. Maybe,
0: um... I know acting's down the road, yeah. which you you give really good performances even in your videos, which Thank I'm you. sure you have a lot of fun with because um, yeah. that's what's so cool about how diverse they are is there's such different settings for you to kind of almost be different personalities and characters. Within yeah, them.
1: and the crazy thing is, is that, like... As a little kid, you know, I'd I'd be in the backseat of my mom's car and I'd always tell her, I'm moving to L.A., I'm moving to L.A. And her famous quote was, you better get a good job. And I'm like, no, mom, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be a huge movie star. And she was just like, okay, like, if that's what you want to do. So, like, you know, having that dream as a kid to, like, now, you know, I'm not acting yet. You're a little busy, too, doing some cool stuff in the meantime. Yeah, you know, like, the music came out of nowhere, so, you know, having the music and, like, being able to... That's why I um, direct my videos. Yeah, which,
0: which ones have you directed?
1: Basically, everything from On To Better Things and you know I've like directed like here like I've I always give my input whenever I have my song I don't go to a director and just give them the song like here you got the idea it. in your head you, know, I you have, know what you want I send the song with the treatment that I have already mm-hmm. I'm like okay make this make sense so like that's what like I've always done but like from on to better things and on like that that's whenever I really started direct everything like hands on like doing the shot going back to the chair watching the take Okay, let's do it again. Move the camera here, like, or let's change the lens. You know, like, just like, like, finally, like, getting to like, have it exactly how like what I, your vision I, is. Yeah, how I dreamed. And you know, the beautiful thing about having the music now is that I get to act in the videos. Exactly. You know, and it helps get my my confidence and like just like the the whole thing down for like the acting. And yeah, you know, the plan is to like. Maybe, in like next year, maybe this year, you know, I've been doing auditions, yeah. oh, have you, yeah, I've been oh, doing, nice, um doing a couple i've I've gotten a few that you know. I had them, and I didn't want that to be my debut. You know, I want, like, my first debut in the acting world to be, you know, a big deal. And, you know, that's just me being me, you know. I just, that's what I want. No, fair enough. um, Yeah, so, you know, maybe this year, next year, I'll have something out, or, you know, it'll be in the works. But from acting... I want to just be a director. That's the rest great. Of my life.
0: So, what, What uh, if you were to direct films, I mean, what were you growing up watching that, or the, something along the lines of where you're like, that's the kind of movie that I want to be involved with? Tim Burton was my oh. guy growing up. That's Tommy's guy. He's the s, sh-
1: bro. I mean, you know, like, he's the reason why, you know, I have, um, you know, a bunch of kids signed to me on, in creative, you know, and I have this one claymation kid that I fucking love because he reminds me of Tim. And, I don't know, just, like, watching his films growing up. Obviously, like, Night Before Christmas, like, that whole Claymation movie is so good. But, like, my all-time favorite was um, Edward Scissorhands. You know, that's like where the crazy hair came from. And like, oh, yeah. Like, I just, like, I wanted to be him. Oh, visually, that movie is stunning. It's beautiful. It's so cool. It's beautiful, yeah. I mean, see, that Johnny Depp is who I portray to be. Yeah. Like, in a a couple years.
0: You need to get him on a song. He's always out here playing. I think he does music with, like, Marilyn Manson and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, he does crazy stuff. So, (laughs) anything else you got planned in the immediate future? Sounds like new music. There's a tour coming up. You're just keeping busy. Yes, trying to stay busy, you know. Um.
1: Yeah, I mean That's the best way to keep it Because if I'm not moving around And I'm not doing anything I'm thinking Mm -hmm. When I'm thinking
0: You don't want to be around me No (laughs) No, but that's awesome, dude I would suggest I saw that you hate sushi (laughs) Well, okay Try sushi Hear me out Uh, Hear me out It's hard to want to hear you out With this
1: topic my, My girlfriend's been trying to ease me into it, I was in Miami. It was whatever they're called, uh, where it's like cooked and cooked like shrimp. tempura yes, stuff. Yeah, tempura. yeah, yeah, yeah. I ate a tempura. I liked it. Okay, it was good. It was a I'm easy start. E- exactly, in. I'm easing, easing into in. it. I wouldn't say I hate sushi though. It just kind of freaks me out, <laughs> just a little bit. Like, bro, we were shoving our faces with sushi yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's, I've never been like a cold food type of guy. So like, that's the one thing that I'm easing into. I like a hot meal mm-hmm. like every time, but, and it's also
0: raw. So that's, mm, you're going to be hungry. We need to stop <laughs> talking about it, but dude, you got to try some tempura rolls, baked salmon, <laughs> baked salmon. That sounds gas. Yeah. oh, it I, is. I like
1: seafood. I like seafood i just like i'm scared of the raw food just a little <laughs> for bit now
0: until for the now. girlfriend eases you in enough she, next she's, chat you're she's gonna working her way into it we'll bring sushi in to the next chat and we'll just be eating it the whole time yeah. it'll be awesome but dude I, i'm really stoked for all the success that you've had it's thank awesome you. i appreciate you talking dude congrats on onto better things and exactly onto better things make right. 2022 a great My, year thank you man it's nice to meet you Woo. Anything else we want to cover or did that pretty
1: well take it? Um, I mean, for all my fans that are watching, new single on the way. We're about to shoot the video for it. Um, You're going to be directing this one? Yes, I will be. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to see you guys on tour.
0: To see more of our conversation with Ian Dior, search Spout Podcast on IG and Twitter. Or see this entire podcast at Spout Podcast on YouTube. Next week, Camilla Cabello spouts off. I want the opposite of technology in the sense that, and I actually am doing this for a performance that I've got coming up soon. I want it to be freaking outside in the
1: sunlight in the with our, our natural world. Like, I feel like we're so disconnected
0: and it's like, yeah, technology can be really cool, but I also just want to be fascinated by nature herself. Plus, coming soon to the Spout podcast, Harry Styles. This foul podcast is presented by Alpha Media and created by Phil Becker.